Welcome to Mastering Money Matters, where financial education is the path to freedom. Please welcome your host, Sarah Shavir. Hello, everyone. Hello, Sarah Nation. This is Sarah Shavir, your host for Mastering Money Matters, where financial education is the path to freedom. I've helped women, couples, and entrepreneurs to become financially fit by teaching them about money. And my methods are not typical of a financial advisors. What I teach can be considered controversial, unorthodox, or revolutionary. But we are going to learn a lot of great stuff here today. But first, let's listen to our sponsor for the day. Okay, so now I want to share something with you. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I must confess, when I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Where do I go to record my podcast? Where do I find background music? How do I get my show on Spotify or iTunes or any other platform? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. I did my research and after experimenting with a lot of platforms, I decided that Anchor was the best one to start my own podcast. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. Not only that, but Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast, and you can get paid right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. So if you always wanted to start your own podcast and make money by doing so, go to anchor.fm slash start. And join me along with a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Once again, anchor.fm slash start. And I'm looking forward to hear your podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Entrepreneur's Freedom Code. I have Sarah Chavira on with us today. Hey, Sarah, how's it going? Hey, Giselle, I'm so excited. So much things, you know, so many things to share today, right? I know. This is going to be such a good one and one that everyone needs because I know that, like, finances are such a mystery to most women, especially I know. I know. So before we hop in into this juicy content, I want to tell everyone a little bit more about you. So for those of you who don't know Sarah, Sarah Chavira is the creator and founder of the Financially Fit Women and Financially Fit Network. She helps women and entrepreneurs solve their financial problems and become financially fit by teaching them about money. Sarah has been in the financial services industry for over 18 years, and she's been mentoring and coaching for over 10 years. She loves to talk, talk and teach about money, and her vision and mission are to educate and empower those who want to achieve financial freedom. Yeah. Sarah's methods are not of the typical financial advisors. What she teaches and the way she teaches are considered controversial, unorthodox, and revolutionary. Her goal is to mentor thousands of women, and some men too, to be the best person they can be in all areas of their life, but especially when it, become, when it comes to money matters. Mmm, this is such a good mission and one that's so, so needed. I can't wait to dig into this. Absolutely. I, this, and this year, more than ever, I have that, that fire inside to inspire and, and help as many women as I can, especially to take charge of their finances. So I'm very excited about this year. Yes. Okay. So let's start off with, with that specifically. Um, so what do women entrepreneurs need to do to take charge of their finances? What's like the first thing they need to do? 
I think they, ha they you know, like the first thing that they need to do is just take a look at your finances, right? Um, a lot of times they focus on the business, which is great. They focus on making money, but they don't, they don't even know if, if they're profitable. And, uh, and in order for you to manage successfully your finances in your business, you really have to learn how to manage your personal finances successfully too. I think that's the first thing. We actually have to know how to manage our personal finances. Uh, because if, if one is not doing well, the other one's not going to do better. <laughs> that makes complete sense. And I love that you start off like it, it's kind of laughable that you have to say, like, look at your finances. But the reality is, is that so many women are not looking at their finances in their personal life or their business. And so I'm curious from your experience, how does not looking at your finances hold you back? Well, because if you don't know where you're going, you're going to end up somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. And people, uh, they, they, don't, they don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. You know, like it's, it's just, oh. that's the way it is. If mm -hmm. you don't know exactly what is going on right now, how can you get to where you really want to be, right? You have a goal. You have an end game. But you have to reverse engineer that end game, right? Yeah. And know what is it that you need to do at this moment. And little by little, you know, like small steps, little by little, make it better. And, uh, and you know, one of the things that a lot of times we cringe about is, our, is making a budget or a spending plan. A lot of times we feel that budgets don't work or that they are very restrictive or they don't believe in budgets. But, you know, like budgets are not a religion, first of all, right, for you not to believe in them. <laughs> but then at the same time, uh, they're not limiting. Uh, when, you have, when you do the right budget or the right spending plan that is that fits for your lifestyle, that fits for your goals is actually liberating because then you know exactly where your money is going. You have to give money a purpose. And, uh, and then like, if you have a goal to make certain amount of money, you know, you need to know where that money is going. Right. Absolutely. Because a lot of times we throw numbers out there, right? We say, Oh, I want to make a million dollars. Okay. Well, you want to make a million dollars, but what, what are you going to do with that money? right? Mm -hmm. And that's why we don't get there because we're not giving a purpose to the money that we get. When we are intentional about where we're going to put that money, how we're going to spend it or how we're going to grow it and all that stuff, that's what's going to make the difference in our life. And, and again, you know, like budgets are not restrictive, but the right budget for you and for your business is what's going to give you the answers that you need. The answers to find out how profitable is your business at this moment and how profitable you're going to be. Yes. And so I know you talk, you're talking right now about like the right budget, like the right budget will feel good. So how does someone know that they've created the right budget? So um, the right budget obviously is going to allow you to um, to gather the information, the things that you actually need for your business. And, uh, and, and when you know exactly where your personal expenses are going, where your business expenses are going, then you're going to be able to 
to know exactly how much money you need to make or how much money you're making, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and and again, you know, like there are so many things that that we have to think about when it comes to to our business mm -hmm. and when it comes to our business budget. Uh, so one thing that we want to do is that in order to uh, to know that you're here at point eight and then you want to get to point B, then you want to actually analyze the past six months, how it has been, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so, and then what is it that you're expecting to do in the next six months? So, so you know, it's kind of like a look at, at the past six months or even a year, it will be better, but at least six months. And then look at six months in the future or a year in the future of what is it that you want to do? What is it that is going to support your lifestyle? What is it that is going to um, help you uh, to reach the next step, the next level in your business? Yeah. So that's basically the beginning. And then we have to find a way to know how profitable we are in our business. Mm -hmm. If you're not making at least, at least 5% profit in your business, then you know that you're not, being successful at it right and then we have to make adjustment on that mm -hmm. so let's talk about the let's talk about how a entrepreneur should be splitting up the gross revenue from their business because i think it can be really tough to know how much you should be investing how much you should be paying yourself like all that stuff are there like some general numbers for how you should be splitting up your gross revenue um obviously everybody has like different different situations it's not like it's something very specific mm -hmm. but you but again if you want to make ten thousand dollars right mm -hmm. uh, you need to determine how much of that ten thousand dollars is going to go to your personal expenses right you have to pay yourself mm -hmm. how much is going to be is going to go to your future self right because mm -hmm. obviously you want to keep growing your business how much is going to go to your business expenses how much are you going to invest back into the business to make it profitable. And a lot of times uh, I see a lot of people that they just put 100% of their, their money into that and, yep. and they, don't, they don't have a life, right? Mm -hmm. You have to find that balance that allows you to, um, that allows you to, to get, to pay yourself, but also invest more in your business so your business keep growing mm -hmm. and get, to, get you to the next level. And of course, we cannot forget taxes. Yeah, because they're real, right? Yeah. Taxes are real, Over. and they're there. And uh, unfortunately, I talked to a lot of people that has not paid their taxes in their business, and now the IRS has come back with you know uh, a huge bill because it's not just what you used to owe, mm -hmm. but also um, penalties and interest, right? Mm -hmm. So all of that we have to actually take in consideration every quarter or every six months, you know, like, like we have to separate all of that money for the different buckets that we have. Mm. And so what I'm hearing from you is that it's not necessarily like aside from taxes, that's a set amount usually, but aside, but aside from that, it's not, there's no set numbers. It's really about, you just have to decide what you're going to spend in each area and where you're exactly. going to spend. And that's a part of the budget. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Again, it's a budget that is going to be adapted to your lifestyle, to your goals. So it's very personal. Everybody is going to be very different. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there are, um, 
there are guidelines, right, that you can kind of like follow. Like, for example, like you don't want to spend uh, more than 35% of your income in just mortgage or rent, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, like there are guidelines and, and things that you want to follow, uh, but, but everybody's different. You know, maybe for somebody living in a nicer house is better than having a car, a nicer car. Yeah. Or vice versa. Obviously, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I, it's not that I recommend having a very expensive car or a very expensive house or anything like that. Everybody can, but but everybody has their own their own lives and what they actually is important to them, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody's different, and I don't judge on that. Yeah, and so, so there's no right and wrong. That's really good to hear because I think a lot of women, they're like worried that they're doing something wrong. But it sounds like the only thing you could be doing wrong is to do nothing. <laughs> exactly. Okay, cool. Or, or getting into a lot of debt in order to support that lifestyle yeah. in, instead of like growing your business and growing your income. Totally, totally, totally. And so we talked about a couple of things that are like basic steps for a woman to be financially fit in her business and just financially fit in general. We've talked about budgeting. We've talked about um, actually looking at your numbers. Is there anything, are there any other steps that women need to follow to make sure that they are financially fit? Absolutely. Uh, you mean, well, in their business, right? Because we're focusing on the yeah. business right now. Um, you have to have a system in your business. Like every business uh, needs a, a type of system. And one of the things that are very important is pricing. Um, I do see a lot of women that undercharge themselves. They feel that, you know, like they don't give per permission to themselves to charge more. Mm -hmm. and, and then they ended up like, like, practically breaking even or even under right yep. so we, you want to know exactly what is your value and and the value of your time and the value of your products right mm -hmm. um so having the right pricing in your business for your services or for your products that is super important and math is math math will tell you exactly if you are charging the right numbers or even if if your business is something that is going to be sustainable yeah. right mm -hmm. like i said i think that if your business is not profiting at least and this is at least because um you know at least five percent it should be 20%, but if it's not profiting at least 5%, you have a problem. You need to check your system. Yeah. And uh, there are different ways that we can uh, create a system. And I think uh, I actually, one thing that I have created in my online platform is that I have everything in one place because that way I don't feel ADD. I don't feel like I have to be jumping from one place to another. Mm -hmm. And uh, my favorite platform to have my online business and my courses and uh, my CRM, uh, my lead, uh, my uh, funnels and opt-in pages and everything is Kajabi, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like my system. And mm -hmm. then from there, I connect with um, uh, my payments uh, companies and, and also my calendars and things like that. Mm -hmm. I have that main platform that allows me to keep a system. Yeah. So uh, if, if you feel that you're very staggered and that you're spending a lot of money in certain platforms that you're not really like using or taking advantage of it, mm -hmm. then try to find a platform like Kajabi that has like everything in one place. You can do webinars and all that stuff, right? And, and obviously that's mostly for online businesses. Yeah. 
uh, or to sell products or services. Mm -hmm. um, and then also you want to, um, you cannot do everything. You have to choose where you want to promote yourself. You have to choose Absolutely. where your business will be better exposed, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of times we, we see a, a webinar, we see somebody doing something, right, online, and, they, and you're like, oh, I'm going to do that. And then you go to, an, you see another person, you're like, oh, I'm going to do that. And then sometimes we are so scattered trying to do all the different things that that we don't achieve much, right? Yeah. So you want to really at least start with one platform that you feel that that is aligned with you mm -hmm. and that is going to help you. And then once that platform is moving forward and is running practically on its own, then you can experiment and you can experience uh, other platforms, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, trying to be in all single uh, social media platform and trying to promote yourself in everything and, ev uh, and do everything is going to hold you back. Totally. I see that all the time with my clients, the trying to do everything at once and getting nowhere yeah. really fast. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah. I'm so I'm wondering, you know, you work with so many women, so many women entrepreneurs. What are some of the biggest like issues with mindset or emotions or thoughts that hold them back from actually taking control of their finances? I think part of it is their story. You know, like when where did they get their their money story? Yeah. Uh, a lot of times that come from childhood, right? And um, you know, what they observe from their parents, how the parents manage their money. Um, how they argue about money, right? Things like that. But then after that, it could be personal experiences, things that happens to them yeah. that now the subconscious mind may make them like, you know, fearful mm -hmm. about, about money. And then the other thing is that unfortunately in the United States, uh, we have not been financially educated. Not at and all super important that that we become financially educated it's not that difficult mm -hmm. to learn at least the basic concepts of money in order for you to be successful mm -hmm. and uh, only five states in the united states actually teaches about money and uh, and um a lot of people want to achieve the american dream and all that stuff but unfortunately only the wealthy actually know the concepts of wealth right how 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 to become uh, financially independent mm -hmm. and if you don't learn that then you're not you're not gonna be you're not gonna be able to achieve the things right mm -hmm. and people and i do see especially in women that they dread uh talking about money they don't even want to talk about money well we uh, learn that it's rude to talk about money that's something exactly. you learned growing up it's taboo you don't talk about religion you don't talk about money you don't talk about politics yeah right? And, uh, and unfortunately, you know, because of that, then uh, people are afraid to talk about it. So I do encourage uh, my girlfriends, I do encourage my friends and my clients to, hey, you know what? Just have a money conversation. Don't be afraid of it. Mm. Just have it. Ask your friend, you know, like, so where do you bank? Why do you bank there? What do you like about it? Uh, do you, you know, like, where do you put your your savings retirement, you know, like, uh, is your family protected? You know, like in case something happened to you, uh, how do you pay your mortgage? Like, like, why not talk about all of this stuff? Right. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. You know, we, we, we don't have any issues talking about sex a lot of times when we are like, you know, I'm well, on the girlfriends mm -hmm. when it comes to these things, it's like, 
wow, like, like it's very uh, emotional, right? There's a lot of emotions attached to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, one of the main ones is shame and yep. uh, anger and uh, disappointment, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that. So you have to find out. You have to go back to your story and see where is that behavior coming from or where is that emotion coming from? You know, if it was from my mom, from my dad, if it was like something that I experienced in the past, maybe I lost a lot of money and now I'm afraid to like put it out there, you know, like this. And, and everybody feels that way at some point in our life. You know, we all make mistakes. We all make money mistakes and we should talk about it because mm-hmm. that way all the people can learn from it. Mm, I love that you say that, that we should talk about our money mistakes because so often we just like fall into a shame spiral and it like totally ruin. it just ruins everything. Um, but I love, I even love like something small from this is just to talk about money and to like just de make it less taboo in your life. I think that's such a great thing to bring up. Yes. Mm. Yes. And so you talked about like you know how every woman should have well every person really let's be honest should have like some basic level financial education and so like what are some of the things that people need to educate themselves on to know that they have like some basic level of financial education well they have to have the right perspective about debt mm-hmm. and then obviously get rid of the, the debt right and uh second uh they need to learn how to minimize their tax liabilities in their business mm-hmm. i think that's very important um, another thing is how compound interest work, because unfortunately a lot of people use it against them instead mm-hmm. of in their favor, right? Because through credit card debt, you are, your, your, um, interest is compounded, right? And, and is you're using it against you, mm-hmm. but you're not saving any money or putting it in accounts that allows you to grow your money. You know, like for example, here in the United States, there is a, a product that allows you to grow your money at an, eight, an average of 8%, mm-hmm. and it's tax-free, is, um, is, you know, like, like you don't have to worry about losing your money in the market. Mm-hmm. And also, um, you know, like, it's a free, and, and you don't get penalized if you take the money out before you're 15 and a half and things like that, right? There's no management fees. That's another one. So a lot of people don't know about these things and, and I teach about that uh, so they can actually know where to put their money so they can grow at a very low risk. Like I said, they're rich, they know about this about this uh, product totally. and they take advantage of them, yeah. right? Uh, the other thing is that uh, you, you have to learn how to pay yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we feel that when we have our money on hand, we can control it. But in reality, we're not, you know, like, because we're not good spenders. Right. And, uh, and you have to see uh, paying yourself first, you know, for your future self, right? You have to see that uh, kind of like a spending that, okay, this is a spending and, and it's a good spending, right? Change your emotions about, about that, about where, putting your money aside for yourself and, and let it grow. Not, the, not under the mattress, please, or, or in a bank account that doesn't give you any, any interest. Mm-hmm. Right? You have to put it in a place that actually your money is going to work for you while you sleep. Mm-hmm. And same thing that happens with your business, right? So you want to create a business that even while you sleep is making you money. I think that's, that's very important as well. 
and uh, and because that's what's going to give you the cash flow. And in the end, then you have to plan your exit strategy. Uh, what is your exit strategy? Because you don't want at some point you want to have the freedom to choose when you want to work and when you don't want to go to work, right? Mm -hmm. And every savvy business uh, person knows that they will build a business to a point that they will have an exit strategy, mm -hmm. right? That they will be able to sell the business or, or leave a legacy. Oh, that's another one. You know, you want to leave a legacy for your family and, and your kids, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you want the financial independence that allowed you to, um, to leave that money generations after generations. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you bring, you've brought up multiple times in this interview that, what you're talking about, rich people already know. Because I think that people who aren't super wealthy just assume that everyone feels this way about money. But it's like, no, like the rich do not have issues learning about these things. They all know about this. They all talk about it. There's zero shame about making an investment that loses a million dollars. It's just, it's okay, I'll make it back. Yeah. Uh, and they so, have the right eye to the right mindset. They know that 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 money is energy. Money is 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 a exchange of value, right? So they know they 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 know what money is, and and they and they know that is the person that is holding that money, the ones that can make a difference right. in in people's life and in their own personal life. Yeah, it's so it's so huge that you're bringing that into this because I think so. There's so much so many women have such a a warped relationship with money where they feel like they're bad if they charge it, especially if they make good money or especially if they're a service-based entrepreneur, especially if they're serving people, they don't feel like they can charge money. And it's just not true. And it's just one of the things that hold them. Yeah. A lot of women has problems by charging, mm -hmm. uh, charging money is, it's very difficult for them. And again, you know, like, like they have to look at what is the limiting belief that they have, you know, do they feel Absolutely. like God or do they feel that they are, that they don't, they're not deserving, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and it's the opposite. You know, when you don't charge for your services, you're actually doing a disservice to the universe, to people, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Uh, because you're not, you're not putting out there, you know, like what, what, uh, what you deserve. And, and a lot of times that I think the main problem is self-worth, right? Mm -hmm. uh, when you give away too much for free is mm -hmm. a self-worth issue. Mm -hmm. Or when you don't feel that you, you should raise your prices, it's a self-worth issue as well. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so yeah, you know, like we have to analyze all of that and, 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 and switch that. And th those are some of the things that um that i teach right yeah. i teach them uh, about the mindset how to switch it and how to grow your money and how to uh become profitable in mm -hmm. all areas of your life yeah and i hope i hope the women today i mean there's so much i hope they take away from this because there's so much good information that we've already said but like you always have to work on your money mindset i mean that's the truth like even if you get to a million dollars then you still have new money mindset issues to get to like five million dollars it just never ends yeah because you have to like right now let's say somebody's making one hundred thousand dollars right mm -hmm. you have to be that person that makes the one hundred thousand Mm -hmm. But in order for you to be able to make 500,000, you need to become that person. Before you get to the 500,000, you need to become the person that earns 500,000. Mm 
Mm-hmm. If you want to build, if you want to make a million dollars, you have to become the person that makes a million dollars before you actually make that million dollars. Absolutely. And people just don't get that, but I'm so glad you're speaking mm-hmm. to that. And so I'm curious, I, we've talked about a lot of things. Um, we talked about a lot of things in this interview. What are some tangible things that women can do with their finances today to start to get rid of some of the overwhelm and worry that they have around money in their business? I think the first thing that they need to do is open their bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of times they, they don't even look at their bills, right? Mm-hmm. And they need to look at their bank accounts at least once a week. You want to know where your money is going. Yeah. Right? And then, like I said, you know, like, like put um, one exercise that I teach my clients. Sorry. No. <coughs> one exercise that I teach my clients is um, I put uh, $10,000 and then give it, give it a job to that $10,000. So I love that. That's so cute. And so what, what happens when you give it (coughs) telling, you're telling yourself what you would do with that $10,000? Yes. Hmm. I love that. So we've talked about a lot of really great things that women can do today. A lot of really good stuff. And so I'm wondering like, what are some tangible things that women can do today to start to get rid of their overwhelm and worry about money? So the first thing that they need to do is that they need to open their bills, right? Yeah. They need to start by opening their bills and see where, where is their money going, mm-hmm. right? Because again, if you don't know where you are right now, you know, the, that point A, you're not going to be able to get to point C. Absolutely. So, and then, you, like I told you at the beginning, you have to give money a purpose. Because if you don't, the money is not going to come up. So let's say, for example, that you want to make $10,000. So that $10,000, why do you want to, to make $10,000? What's the purpose? Well, mm-hmm. because I have these living expenses, right? And you put, I have these certain living expenses. And then I want to save, right? Put aside for myself in the future. I want to save this amount of money. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I want to invest in my business because I want to do some advertising or there's this magazine coming up or there's, there's this, um, you know, event and I want to participate or I want to launch my book or I want to, you know, like, so you have to specifically say, okay, I need this amount of money for this, um, this event or advertising on my website and things like that. Absolutely. And they said, and I want to put some money aside for emergencies. And, and I want to splurge a little bit, you know, like when I go to this event, I also want to do this. I, I want to do this travel as well, you know, to get and, and do something fun. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, it, obviously you have to include fun in the budget. Please don't forget that. Right. Cause I think that's one of the reasons that people hate budgets because they think that, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not going to be able to do anything. So yes, you, you want to include all that. And, uh, and then as your money keep growing, then you're like, okay, well, you know, I want to save for a down payment on a home or Mm -hmm. I want to buy a rental property. So, you know, like you keep giving money a reason to come to you, Mm -hmm. but if there's no purpose, if there's no intention for that money and you just blur out, oh, I just want to make money. 
it's not gonna it's not gonna happen right yeah but those are the tangible things look at your bank account at least once a week Mm. and then get educated about money learn learn the basic concepts at least the basic concepts uh, of money that will allow you to understand how to grow it how to keep it how to grow it and help you to become financially independent there's so much goodness and even just like that last that last thing that you just said there's so much good stuff there um i could definitely pick your brain about this all day i'm definitely getting some great ideas for my business and i'm sure everyone else's as well but I know that we can't do this forever. So Sarah, tell me how everyone can stay in touch with you and what gift you have to offer today. All right. So obviously they can find me on my website, sarahshavier.com. One of the things that I have on my first page is a quiz to see how financially fit you are. I have a lot of freebies, like the questions that you need to ask yourself in order to uh, either start a business or in order to know how you are you know, financially. Mm -hmm. And then the gift that I have for your audience is actually something new that I created specifically for your audience, uh, which is business to profits, right? So you want to analyze your business and, uh, and I'm giving you the tools to really know uh, where your money is going, how much is going to um, personal, how much is going to your business, how much, what you need to get rid of, what you need to bring in in order to make your business more profitable. I love that. That sounds so good and so awesome. I'm sure so many women are going to take you up on that. Sarah, I want to thank you so much for being here. This was a wealth of information that I'm sure uh, all these women really appreciate. So yeah, I want to just thank you so much for being here. It's my pleasure. And, and again, you know, like my, this year, my real, my, my deep purpose, my vision, my mission is, is to, to do that, like to talk to all of these women and say, Hey, let's take a look. Let's just take a look and see what's going on and keep you accountable for it. Let, let, you know, like, like every month to see what your progress is. Mm. We want that, right? We want to be better. We want that and we need that. And I'm so glad there are women like you out here leading the charge and teaching the rest of us how to do it. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So anyways, thank you again for being here. And to everyone watching, thank you for watching. Stay in touch with Sarah. She's got such good stuff for you. And I will see you on the next interview. Bye, everyone. Okay. So what do you think? This is the episode for today. Tell me what was your biggest takeaway? What questions do you have? Make sure to post a review and let's say honest review about our podcast and let me know uh, what you want to hear more about here at the Mastery Money Matters. And don't forget to check our sponsors. Um, Kajabi is the best platform that you can use in order to start your online business. And finally, if you don't know where to start when it comes to your finances, then let me know. I'm here for you. I will create your budget or your spending plan for you. And I also will create for you a full debt repayment plan. All you have to do is contact us at sarahshavier.com. I will put the link in the show notes. So make sure to take a look at it. Make it a great day. Ciao.